Welcome to the fifth installment of Portico Women's This Is Your Village. I am Amy Thornton, and tonight I am so excited because I am joined by someone so lovely that she got the gold star for Portico Women this whole month. Um, I'm here with Brie Cronline. Brie, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well. I'm so excited that I'm finally able to interview somebody else. Tell you yeah. how excited that makes me because <laughs> I've enjoyed these so much. And you volunteered, which makes you super special. So thank you very much. Um, I actually wanted to start with a really easy question. I've been curious about it for a while. So I love your name. And I love using your whole name, but do you prefer to go Brianna or how do you, what do you want to be called? Are you still there? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I think we're having technical difficulties. I thought that I'd stumped you with the question about your name. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, so my name, I usually introduce myself as Bree now. Um, I used to always say Brianna, but when I met my husband, Ben in college, he could never remember how to actually say my name. So he started calling me Brie and, um, and then we started dating and, and so now I just go by Brie all the time. <laughs> oh, that's actually a great story. So we're all in on the pet name. Yeah. <laughs> I think your name is beautiful. And I actually didn't know it was Brianna. I thought it was Brianna for the correction. Um, how long have you been at Portico? Uh, so we have been at Portico since we moved to Charlottesville. So we moved here in February of 2017. So it's been almost five years. We moved here and started going to Portico, I think, like the second weekend we were in town. <laughs> wow. And tell us which service you usually go to. So we are usually at the nine. Um, we were kind of, we were always at 9 a.m.ers before having a baby. And then, you know, with baby naps, that kind of switches your schedule around. So we were 11 a.m. for a season, um, but now we're back at the nine. Gotcha. And I, I don't know if you, why don't you introduce your family to us because uh, tell people how they might recognize you at Portico. Yeah. So um, I am married to Ben, my husband. So if you have seen a, a man with like a, a very curled mustache, that's Ben. Um, so it's a great most people know him. Yeah. <laughs> most people know him by his mustache, which like he started growing when Killian was born. So Killian's our son. He's almost two. Um, so you might see me running around with him because he has the run of the church, he thinks, when we're there. Um, <laughs> and so Ben started growing that mustache when Killian was born, just out of like laziness, you know, of not not shaving because you're not sleeping. Yep. And, um, and then COVID <laughs> happened. So it was covered with a mask, which was a blessing for everyone, I think, for a while. <laughs> with the awkward phase and then once we could go around without masks it was like a, a perfect mustache so that's my husband um and then yeah Killian's our little our little boy who's running around with curly blonde hair at church <laughs> and you guys are um going to have a bigger family soon 
Yes. Yeah. So we have a little girl due November 12th. So I'll be 36 weeks pregnant tomorrow, actually. Oh, that's so, so exciting. Yeah. We're in the home stretch. <laughs> Definitely the home stretch. Well, now, wait to meet her. And I will have to tell you, McKenna, my daughter, um, has had Killian back in the kids, Portico kids, several times. And he's one of her absolute favorites. So <laughs> I all about Killian before I even met you, um, which was fun. It's fun when your kids get involved in church. And I love that he acts like he has the run of the church because he's super comfortable and super sweet. Oh, yeah. It's like a second home for him, I think. <laughs> so, um, but you also don't you serve in Portico Kids and hospitality? I'm trying to think all the places that I've seen you at Portico. Yeah, so we serve. Um, ben and I both serve on the hospitality team. So Ben's doing the scheduling for that right now, helping out with the scheduling. Um, so we're serving like almost every week in hospitality in some capacity, usually. Um, and then we also serve in the corner in Portico Kids. And I'm in the nursery sometimes, but usually we're in the corner with with all the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so there are lots of places around Portico that run, run across you guys or cross paths with you at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what community group are you a part of? Um, so we go to Ethan and Emily Lore's community group. I'm telling you, I think that we should have a party and we should just drop in on that community group because it sounds like a <laughs> It is really fun. We are, we're pretty big. So we're about to multiply at the end of the year. Um, There'll be lots of you, cool groups. Yeah. You've run a, run across a lot of us because we're just a big group. <laughs> well, and that's, uh, I'm sure that's something to be said for the quality of the people in the group because everybody that I've talked to is amazing and they all love it. So it's great. Then there'll be lots of other cool groups that come out of that, which is a yeah. beautiful, a beautiful thing about multiplying. Yeah, I think we're all we're all excited. It's bittersweet to multiply, um, but it's also exciting too to see other people step up and lead and and see what what God does in their groups as well. So I've always thought that that's that's a, I get the bittersweet part because you get used to it. It's like a little family that you have. But then just like your family growing, when that grows and you see other new people come in and get to know new people, it's just, it's a lot of, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you said when you moved to Charlottesville in 2017, so where did you move here from? Um, so we moved from Harrisonburg, so just across the mountain, not too far. Um, but I grew up in Harrisonburg, so Charlottesville is the only other place I've lived my whole life. Um and then Ben was, so we met in college, got married right after graduation and um, stayed in Harrisburg for about, I guess, a year and a half. And then Ben got a job in Charlottesville. So that's why we moved over, over this way. Oh, well, in Charlottesville, it's not too, too far from home then. I'm assuming you still get to go back. Yeah. So we actually, we bought a house up in Rutgersville in May. So we're a little bit closer to Harrisonburg even than, than we were when we first moved. So it's only about 45 minutes from my parents, which is nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. And where did you, did you just graduate? Where did you graduate from? So we both went to JMU, James Madison University. Go Dukes. Yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of great JMU grads at Portico. Yeah, actually, I would I would be interested to take a tally and see how many JMU grads versus even UVA grads are at Portico because I bet that the JMUs would give UVAs a run for their money. Yeah, there are a lot of us, and um, when we first came, like our first Sunday at Portico. Um, like Jordan Breeding and John Long were in the band. I was in crew band with them at college. So I was like, oh, I know like most of the people on stage at this church. So oh, we should probably so stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. So you served uh, in the band with them. What, what did you do? Were you vocalist? Did you play an instrument? Did you do both? What'd you do? Um, so I was a vocalist. So I was a, a singer for the crew band. So I did that sophomore through senior year of college it was a lot that, of fun that's so exciting see I knew that the that the bench the musical bench at is very very deep I know this yeah <laughs> I know this so I feel probably only a matter of time before we see you on stage huh have you talked to John about that <laughs> yeah I talked to um I think I was talking to Anna because she was like she knew I I sang in college and Anna breeding and she was like would you ever be interested and I was like well now I have a baby so maybe in a couple years <laughs> I know but those were silent years for me I just sang to my children <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you but sing the awesome. same like three songs that you you know they like over and over and then oh, eventually yeah. you can sing something else <laughs> I remember those days well uh well so if music be, I'm assuming that never leaves you once you have it in your blood. But what other kinds of things do you do to fill your time, you know, other than running after a two-year-old? Right. <laughs> um, so I really got into like bread making during oh, COVID, which I, I feel like most everyone in America or the world also did. <laughs> um, so I've been making just like regular like white Dutch oven bread. Um, I tried my hand at sourdough and then my sourdough starter got moldy. So I haven't gotten a new one started. Um, and then recently I've been making like cinnamon rolls and like garlic herb, cheesy bread, like stuff that's really not healthy for you, but delicious. Oh, yum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nominate you to uh, provide bread for the next. No. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been, I've been inviting, um, like whenever I want to make cinnamon rolls, I just try to invite some community group women over to help me eat it. <laughs> That's sure my that, plan. That they take one for the team, like a champ on that, huh? I'm mm -hmm. sure they hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've gotten into to bread making and I really just like cooking in general. Um, so like making fresh pesto in the summer, like I love gardening. Um got really into making pesto over the last couple of years from scratch and trying to make new recipes on the weekends when I have been to kind of help watch Killian while I try new stuff. <laughs> so yeah, um, two are not all that helpful. Are they? No. And he's like, he really wants to like, see what I'm doing. But his way to do that is to try to like scale the cabinets or scale the stove, which is not safe. So, so I remember those years too, the challenging years in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's a, it's an adventure all its own now. <laughs> so what's your favorite, favorite cuisine 
is it Italian? Do you do you go down the pesto line and just see how much Italian food you can crank out, or or is, are there other types of food that you like to cook? Um, so I really like Italian food in the summer, as far as like pesto and making like a pasta with salmon. Um, in the winter, I'm much more of a like hearty, like American British style cuisine so I love making shepherd's pie and like different stews in the crock pot and stuff like that so it depends it's very seasonal so I want comfort food of all seasons but it just kind of changes depending on the weather (laughs) oh hey I see I see recipe share coming in the near future for Portico women I think we could make it really work yes a lot a lot of good cooks a lot Portico for sure well, I, I would ask what else did you do, but I don't know how you have the time to do all that because <laughs> gardening and, and doing a lot of baking cooking with um, a little one and then a little one on the way is, is a lot. Do you work outside the home in addition to that? So yes and no. So I work full time. I'm a data management, um, data entry for a software company, but I work from home. So I'm with Killian all day, but I'm also working. So ah, I kind of have a foot world? in both worlds. It's, yeah. <laughs> wow, that seems like it would be very uh, mental. Yeah, it is. It is some days. I think um, it was really easy when I first went back to work after maternity leave because Killian was so small. So most of the time it was like, oh, he's just playing on the floor, playing in his little jumper and I can work <laughs> and it's fine. And the, and then the, um, the walking hit and he walked really early. So he started walking at nine and a half months. And mm. so, yeah, so it's been, it's Keep been up. A, yeah, it's been a lot since then. For oh, sure. I, I can remember being so excited when the first one walked right around his first birthday. And then the second one started walking at eight months and I was like, sit down. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's like, it's too soon for this. Too soon. Too you soon. need to calm down. <laughs> you need to calm down. <laughs> oh, heavens. Definitely have a gift for hospitality. I know that because I have experienced that at Portico. And you also were, were um, very uh, helpful when we had our retreat because you were there and you were helping welcome people that I didn't know as well as you did. So really appreciate that gift and that gift being used um the glory of God, because it makes everybody so much more comfortable coming into the church. So mm-hmm. Thank you for, for using your gift in that way, because it's, um, it's always a fun thing to come up the steps at Portico and see smiley faces like yours and Ben's and, um, and experience just that warmth coming in the door. So thank you. Um, now, Harrisonburg, let's see, that's not that far away. And do you guys, are you tied into JMU? Like, do you go back for games? for concerts and things going on on the campus or are you sort of like turn the page now we're into you know small children and jobs and new new town how does that work yeah yeah so we are not like super diehard college memory people like we loved our time um but we were kind of ready to move on once like we graduated so we are very much like trying to get connected more with this area than like going back um and there was a while when we first moved where I would say that was not the case like I 
grew up there. So I was always like, well, I just want to like get back to Harrisonburg in some way. So I know we're here for now, but ultimately I want to move back. And I would say getting more involved in Portico and our community group, like when we joined the Lord group has really changed my heart and my thought process around that. And I really can see us like staying in this area long-term and I'm excited about that. So we're very much trying to put down roots and, and stuff here at this point. Well, and, and you're speaking to a topic that's pretty people that come to Portico because they are in a transition period or they come after graduating school and they've got maybe a starter job or a brand new job or they're not really sure and it's it feels not quite like home and um, it can be difficult to put down roots in the beginning when you've lived somewhere else your whole life or when you're coming from somewhere else that's quite different. Um, I've actually found that there's a lot of people at Portico in that that area that kind of grew so mm-hmm. what is the thing about Charlottesville that you found that you just have really embraced and that you love that's making it easier to put down roots? Um, I really think it's getting involved in the Portico community as much as we have, um, because that kind of put us in a spot where we felt like we were surrounded by familiar faces, people who knew us. Um, and that didn't happen, you know, right when we moved, it took a couple of years and it took a lot of work on our part. Like I'm very introverted. So getting more involved for me is a little bit scarier than like it might be for Ben. Like Ben's just gregarious and is all about meeting new people. And I'm over like just kind of following him around. I feel like sometimes. <laughs> um, so I think it just took a lot of work for us when we first moved, especially for me. Um, and, but I think getting involved in Portico, committing to a community group and saying, okay, like this is our family here. This is who we're going to get to know. This is who God has placed us with in our lives for this season. However long it is, has really opened up like my heart to like seeing how other people enjoyed the Charlottesville community Mm -hmm. and, and also just like then you're connected to people who are going places and they'll invite you along and you can experience new things with them. So I think really getting more involved in church has, has, is what helped us a lot. Well, and I will say that no one from Porter paid you to say any of those things that you actually, (laughs) (laughs) because that'll preach. That was a little sermon there all in and of itself, Brie, because um, that is actually what church is designed to do when you, at it. Uh, we're all family, the family of God. And when you are around your family, home. so hopefully that is, that is uh, making the difference for people as they're coming in new and getting connected um, to Portico. And I'm sure that Edward made it if he ever heard this and heard your plug for community groups. <laughs> yeah, I am a, I'm a big proponent of, of community groups. I think that's what really helps people feel like they know someone when they come in on Sunday morning, you know, like you, you know, someone who is, you've shared a prayer request with, and then you walk into church and you see them and they can ask you about it. And I think that just builds so much more, um, community that way and, and more quickly than just going on Sunday morning can do. I 100 
Ray. I started noticing a few years back as the women's ministry was expanding and there were connections that were being made in Bible study and retreats, and just different events and things that were going on with the women that women are hired by God to be the social connectors, um, the, the, the record keeper families and the people that keep track of all the things and all the people. So mm-hmm. we're good at it. And when we actually get the opportunity to do that, I think that it makes a huge difference in the church body as a whole and actually the way the church building feels when you can walk in and see familiar faces and know they'll ask you something about something personal to you or something they know or something to care for. I think it's just, it makes a huge difference. Yes, I agree. I really appreciate that you said that. (laughs) Like I said, (laughs) I couldn't have scripted that better. So, (laughs) well, so, um, is your favorite season so far in Charlottesville? Are you a, one of those people that wait for fall and pumpkins or do you love summer or winter? What What is your season? Oh, so I am a fall girl, like to the max, all about mm-hmm. it. So I um like today I was mad that it was above 75 degrees. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that's kind of, I, my, my ideal day is like 60 degrees in the, and at the most, and then like 35, 40 at night. That's like my ideal day. Um, but my birthday's in October. So October is my birthday month. Um, so that's fun. And then I feel like it goes into all the holidays. Like I love Thanksgiving and Christmas. I also really like winter too. I just, um, I really don't like summer um, at all. It's too hot <laughs> for me. Um, and this year being pretty pregnant, for most of the summer, I was like, oh, I don't know. Our our next maybe we might have to plan that one for a like a March due date. <laughs> I don't know well, if I can do I will this have again. To tell you, I'm, I'm taking up your slack on summer. I'm a summer girl. So um, you take up my slack on fall. I'll take up slack on summer. We'll balance each other out then, I suppose. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes all kinds to make the world go around and that we it, need each other to learn how to appreciate the seasons that we don't naturally appreciate, I think. Oh, and that's the truth. My granny used to say there's enough ways in the world for everybody to have one. Um, and <laughs> it, would <be> awfully, <laughs> it would be awfully boring if we were all exactly alike. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, I've asked everybody the question, and I know you said that you've listened to all the podcasts. So, <laughs> yes, um, I, I've I've asked everybody if there's been something about women's ministry this year that we've done that's particularly resonated with you, or that you would like to see continue. If there's something we haven't done that you'd really love to see become a part of the ministry, and that's kind of a big question, but maybe you've thought about it. And here, let me ask other people. <laughs> Yeah. So I think, um, I really have loved the, the way the women's retreat was organized. I think that was like my favorite thing so far because it was just, I think I told you after the retreat, I liked that there were, um, like things you're learning about, like the spiritual disciplines we learned about. And then here's the next thing we're going to do with the spiritual discipline you want to grow in. Um, so there was a plan and a, a furthering of what you learned. Cause I think a lot of retreats end up being like social gatherings where you learn some things and then it might not necessarily go anywhere beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited for the book groups to start up. What 
excited that you said that because people should have gotten an email today. I have spent many hours synthesizing form responses and then sending out <laughs> actual actual day and um, day options for people to choose. So I'm hopeful those will be actually happening in small groups in real time within the next week or two. So that is Yes, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited. And I filled out my form. So mine is in. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're just the gold star, star girl for October. Clearly, <laughs> you everything's resonating here with you. Um, yeah, I actually felt like um, that one of my desires for the retreat in particular was for it to be an uh, another leg of the journey. Like we're actually recognizing of everything we've done up till now. And now we're going to continue working and digging deeper spiritual disciplines. And this is how we're going to do that in the future. I I'm finding that now the women of Portico are comprised of a lot of introverts and mm -hmm. introverts love purposeful planning. Uh, can I say that? Is that, I think that's true. As an introvert, I would agree that that is true. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that if an introvert knows that there's a plan, purpose, it makes things that might be more uncomfortable easier for you to process and to grab hold of. At least mm -hmm. that's here um, from the lovely introverts and the Portico women. And I am probably off the charts extrovert. Actually, I've come a little towards the center as I've got older. If, if you know my son, if you know my son Eli, that was me early. Um, <laughs> a little bit back towards the center, but it, I have, I've developed such an appreciation and love that there are both sides of the spectrum because the, I'm finding that introverts at Portico, the women are teaching me so much about things like the importance of purposeful planning and really having something that you want to talk about. That's, that's a serious, meaningful thing. I mean, small is great and getting to know somebody is a lot of fun with silly questions or, or that deep a thing, but I'm really appreciating that I can go up to some of the women at Portico that I've come to know through this that are more introverted and they really just want a meaningful conversation. And that, mm -hmm. that feeds, feeds ministry soul on that. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I think on the flip side of that, there's a lot of things we can learn. Like as an introvert, I kind of had to learn, well, sometimes you just have to put on an extrovert hat and like go to the event or get yourself to community group. Because um, I yeah. think that's harder for us to do, especially at the beginning. Like when we first moved here, there were nights where I was like, I don't want to go to community group. Like <laughs> I'm right. tired. I've been meeting new people at my new job all day or whatever, you know, excuse it, it might be. Um, and just learning to push, push past that. I think that's also important on the flip side. Oh, definitely. Okay. So now we know that we're going to get to do cool book groups next, which I'm very excited about. And which, which book did you choose, Brie? Um, so I did the prayer that works book. Oh, see, I'm telling you, yeah. stars, we're doing prayer right now and you've chosen that as your intention. So that's a really, that's a cool thing. Actually, you were not alone. That was the biggest group. Does that surprise oh, really? you? 
most most of the women um, that signed up. Well, I can't most, but you. It was definitely the biggest group. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I will say I had read um, the Jen Wilkin book, Women in the Word. I had just finished that this summer, um, and I have done a couple of her studies that she opened up during COVID. She opened up the Village Church that she is a part of opened up their studies to everyone to sign up for. Did you do? Yes. Yeah. So I did the Psalms one. I did the Proverbs one. Our, our community group did the Psalms one and it was so good. I was yeah, just, it was amazing. I loved it. I actually think, are, are they still, do they still have Bibles? Just join. I didn't look after the Proverbs one. Um, I know they started a Romans one recently, but I'm not sure. I didn't get any emails about it being open to everyone, but I think the plan was to do that more often, like regardless of COVID or whatever, because I think that was the original reason they opened it up to everyone. I but think you're right. I think their plan was to, to offer more, more things like that. Well, and her book, uh, Women of the Word book is just, it was a wonderful book. I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought she had a really good approach to study. So I'm, I'm excited for the people who are digging into that one as well. But I'll be interested to hear what you think about Jill Briscoe's book on prayer. It really blessed me. It talked about Elijah, which I love Elijah. It's like one of my favorite um, series of stories in the Bible it revolves around yeah. Elijah. I just love him. Um, so Okay, so we know that the, the book groups are going to be next, and everybody we know is just going to love them. Um, but what is your next thing that you'd like to concentrate on, do you think, after prayer? Because I'm starting to think through this, like encouraging, encouraging the women to think through what the next one will be after the, what you're doing now. Had you given that any thought? I haven't. Um, I think it would probably be continuing to grow in – um, just the reading of God's word and being more intentional with that. Like I've loved the reading through the whole Bible in a year. So I've been doing that, um, with, you know, how many women at Portico this year, over a hundred now, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, actually we had a lot join us for the new Testament. So we, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think after, after concentrating on, on prayer, I really want to concentrate more on that and doing Specifically, I think scripture memory, I think that was something that the Lord really brought to my attention during women's retreat was that um, prayer and scripture memory, really all the spiritual disciplines are so intertwined, like yes. they're all essential. And I don't think I'd ever thought about it that way until the retreat. Like I've always thought about like, okay, well, I should pray and I should probably memorize <laughs> some scripture and I should probably rest, you know, but I've never thought about how they kind of all tie together. Um, so yeah, I think probably and specifically scripture memory and learning more about praying using scripture is something I really want to focus on. Yeah, I actually, um, there was a lovely woman that was a member of a Bible study that I was a part of several years ago now, who would, when she prayed, she would literally spend the entire prayer praying nothing but scripture over you. And mm -hmm a deep appreciation for just how tender that was and how personal that mm -hmm. felt. It felt like God was speaking to me. Uh, so I actually had the same thought that my next thing would probably be scripture 
memory because of how important that is. So maybe we'll have to find a way to incorporate that in the next thing that's coming. Well, yeah. is there anything else that we haven't covered that I, I just, I really appreciated you wanting to talk to me on the podcast and I'm just, I'm tickled that this is continuing because like I said, we've got the, the most interesting, nicest <laughs> um, ever at Portico. And I'm just, we're, that we're getting the chance to get to know um, all of us better. But is there any word that you were thinking, Hey, I'd like to talk about that. And maybe not, but anything? No, I don't, I don't think so. I will just say that like, I took one for the team and volunteered first, <laughs> first volunteer. So sure? hopefully this starts a trend. <laughs> and, and I didn't pay you to say that either, but I appreciate it <laughs> because this has been relatively I mean, look, every, every single time we do this, there's going to be possibly a technology issue or a little bobble or a little awkwardness or whatever. And that's just life and getting to know somebody. So it doesn't bother me if it doesn't bother you. Nope. And I'll tell you, I'm in my pajamas in my room with a hot cup of tea and I'm so comfortable and, you know, didn't even have to leave my house. So (laughs) it's perfect. So So the next person is to just like beating down my door now to do the next podcast I think yes yeah I want to get to know everyone so I agree well I really appreciate you taking time I'm sure has what has been a busy week for you um in the evening I know evening hours are so precious once the little ones get into bed (laughs) that was actually the only time I ever got to talk to my husband it felt like yeah (laughs) it does feel like that you from from me too that I appreciate that um that you carved out this time for us and and you'll just have to you know mention it maybe at community group that maybe somebody there wants to let me know that they'd love to have a chat yes, <laughs> on the podcast, you know with all of your many people in the group um somebody might be willing to do that but I really appreciate it and I hope you have a great rest and for everybody that is listening to this, um, I just want to encourage you that we are definitely all still in this thing together, that we are still walking this discipleship road together. And part of that is getting to know each other and being able to love on each other with intentionality. Um, so, Portico Women, this is your village and we have a great village and we want to get to and embrace it. Thanks for joining me, Bree. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Amy. All right. Bye. Bye.